0: Welcome Touch Football fans, my name is Lee Drennan and you're listening to The Late Switch. It's the podcast where we get to know the personalities and stories of players, coaches and officials in Touch Football. Today's guest is Steph Malo, who you'll really enjoy getting to hear from. Uh, She was another member of a winning World Cup side in that Malaysia World Cup in 2019, the one with excruciating heat. She's played Mixed Touch for Australia and then Women's Open for New South Wales in the State of Origin series. She provides a great insight into what she loves about both formats of the game there. She's also been a part of the mighty Manly Rowinga Touch Club since juniors and has won Borden Cups and New South Wales State Cups with that side. She's currently preparing for NCLs with the Sydney Scorpions because that tournament has been pushed back to the 4th of May. She talks about her favourite players to play with, her best touch football moments, and even whether the run-back-to-halfway quick tap-off belongs in the game. Uh, We'll jump right into it, but just before we do, it is important that I mention that this episode is brought to you by partners in Domi Noodles. They are the flavor favored by the world, so if you are feeling peckish, grab yourself some migraine and enjoy the chat that I had with Steph Mailer. Well, Steph, thank you so much for joining me on The Late Switch. I know we've had some issues with our reshuffling and trying to get this organised, so I appreciate your flexibility there. That's been great.
1: Thanks for having me. I've been excited. <laughs> I'm glad we can finally sit down and
0: do it. I know. And you're the, you're actually, I think this is a debut for The Late Switch, and you're the first person that has done like a chat here from a hotel room, actually. So you're away for work at the moment, aren't you?
1: I am, I'm in Melbourne, um, so I work for the Sydney Swans. Um, I did actually, for I, the ops team,
0: so. yeah, I read that actually on your LinkedIn profile, that's the, it, just the extent and of preparation that I do for this particular podcast, I mean, <laughs> just checked your LinkedIn <laughs> profile, and that's exactly what it said.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, well, that's what I do, I'm up to date, um, yeah, so we're here, we've got a game tonight uh, against the Bulldogs, so we're in Melbourne.
0: Uh, Steph, the other question I wanted to ask you just before we jump into it, uh, your last name, do you get some interesting pronunciations of that?
1: Yes, I have heard a fair few variations of it in the past. Um, Dean Russell and Tony Trad in particular, when I watch back on the live stream, there's like, I don't think it's that hard. (laughs) It's like... It's spelt how it sound, but yeah, I've heard some mayoli, mayola. Mayoli. Yeah. yeah. Goes, I know, there's no I on the end. No, excellent
0: as a dipping sauce as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, one of my uni nicknames was um, snéo because mayonnaise sounds similar.
0: Yeah, fair. That's quite creative. <laughs> yeah, all right. I I'll see what you're saying. <laughs> Um. Yeah, yeah, I must say I, I was a bit nervous, but just because I don't want to pronounce it wrong. So I went and like my cheat code was to go and watch. It was an old like, I think when you were playing in the NRL Touch Premiership, the para eels, you've like face to camera, introduced yourself and said, come and watch our game. And I was like, oh, well, I feel like she's going to know how to say it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think I'm pretty safe there.
0: You, just, you <laughs> go off that one. Yeah, so I just copied that completely. Um <laughs> we, we, you weren't actually there for for my intro, but yeah, I nailed it. It was perfect. Don't worry.
1: Oh, good. I can't wait
0: to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, now, Steph, we also do start with a segment that we call That Six for obvious reasons. It's very touch football specific. Uh, so I'm just going to hit you with some rapid fire questions here and uh, and get your initial responses. So the most overused phrase that you hear in touch football, what's one that just gets said all the time that's sort of like lost its meaning?
1: Um. For what well, I probably say at the most, to be honest, my teammates will tell you mine's always up the guts.
0: <laughs> oh, perfect! Yeah, that is good.
1: I don't think it's overused. I think it. I think it needs to be used more. Do
0: you think it's brilliant? Just it's it's a great tactic that people need to invest more time <laughs> yeah. into.
1: That's right. Yeah, up the guts. <laughs> okay, excellent.
0: I'll take that. That's, I have heard that yelled yeah, a lot, um, so that makes <laughs> sense. Meaning, just go forward, basically, isn't it?
1: That's right. Yeah. Up, go straight up the middle. <laughs> go straight which up the where middle. Yeah, we get told off a lot for not doing that, so. <laughs> okay,
0: fair. Uh, Steph, who would you nominate as the best player in the world right now?
1: Uh, in the female game, I would say Hannah Dybald.
0: Love
1: is it. My um, best player in the world right now. Um, and then in the men's, I would say...
0: Rusty Corey Russell. Yeah, nice. Okay, perfect. Someone that you actually have played in a mixed World Cup with, in fact, which we'll probably get onto a little bit later. Yeah, but whilst yes, we're around,
1: um, very well.
0: <laughs> oh, good, excellent. I'm very pleased for you. Also, has been on the late switch podcast, in fact.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. I heard. I heard his one
0: Yeah, he was strong. He was good, but you, you're already better than him, obviously.
1: Obviously, yeah. Um,
0: Now, Steph, I wanted to get a little controversial one here. The sprint back to halfway quick tap. Are you a fan or or are you for or against?
1: You know what? I actually hate to say it, but I'm all for it.
0: Oh, my gosh. I hate it so much.
1: I mean, I think there's a time and a place. Like, if you're down and you've got a minute left on the clock and you need to score, you get back there and you tap and go.
0: See, my issue with that is – if you're doing that only when that's the game situation, then like it's too late. You're cooked. Your quick tap is not gonna it's not gonna do anything. If it, if it's like if it's part of your general demeanor that you're that intense of a character that every time the opposition scores you run back to halfway, I'm all for it. But if you only try and do it in the last thirty two seconds of the game, you're not gonna win.
1: Well, okay, that's there. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm all for it. Okay. I like it. And if it pays off for them, Good on them. Yep, I, don't I mean, like it when teams do it against us. I'll say that because I hate running on to defend. But
0: <laughs> that's very fair, actually. There is nothing worse than seeing a team do it and going, "Oh no, I have to get into position quickly." Yeah,
1: exactly right. We have this thing in our team where if you um, if you score and you've just come on, you have to defend. So
0: ah, fair. Okay.
1: If, if they do that. That's
0: annoying. That, yeah, you're right. Okay. That's good. We're learning here. Uh, and we'll learn just a little bit more about Steph in this segment. It is, here we go. You've just got to choose one or the other very quickly. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Books or movies? Uh, books. Okay. Nice. That's, I wouldn't have picked that, to be honest. I don't know what that means, actually. That's probably I don't bad. know whether to yeah.
1: take <laughs> like
0: that as a compliment or not. I more meant just in general. I didn't think anyone read books anymore.
1: I, I'm a
0: big bookworm. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Okay. Well, well, that's great. We're pretty much done with this podcast then. We found out everything we need to know. No, and the, the last one, you get an opportunity to stitch someone up here. You win $2 million if the person you call doesn't answer the phone. Who is your friend or family member or whoever you want to nominate there uh, that's most um, likely?
1: Oh, I would say probably my dad, he's pretty bad at picking up the phone, um, but he'll always call it like the most random times and expect you to answer, yeah, <laughs> but he perfect. won't ever answer.
0: <laughs> oh, that is excellent. I love it. All right. Well, uh, Steph, as we are obviously on the Touch Football Australia, the Late Switch podcast, we'd better talk some touch and I'd love to get a little bit of background from you about how you got so passionate about the sport. I guess taking it right back to the start. Have you always grown up in Sydney? Have you born and... In- bred, I guess, born and raised in Sydney? Uh,
1: I was actually, so I was born in Sydney, but I actually grew up in Taree on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Um, So, yeah, I spent 11 years there growing up, um, which is where I started playing. Um, One of my primary school teachers was from Junee originally and massive touch family, um, the Newmans, Liz Newman and Gary Newman. Um, so they taught me how to play touch when I think I was nine. Um, and then just, yeah, can have continued since then. I think we were talking about it the other day at training. It's been about 15 years or so, 15, 16 years since I've been playing, which is crazy.
0: That is, that's a long time. So about nine. Yeah. I reckon I was about the same actually. And then what's your initial introduction into like playing properly? Was it for school or for like a club side?
1: Um, yeah, so when, so I moved back to Sydney for high school um, and got uh, my family, like lived on the northern beaches. So we, I started playing for Manly um, in their reps yep. under 12, I think it was. And then, um, yeah, I've played with Manly ever since and then just followed the path from club, um, junior regionals, playing for Scorps um, and then on to New South Wales and then eventually Aussies as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. So I guess because uh, I'm in Queens, because I'm in Queensland, I feel a little bit uh, unsure of how exactly it works down there. But mainly, like your so that club side that you play for, uh, has that is that where like all your social touch and things like that can still be played as well? Like, is it all out of that base?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we, as part of um, New South Wales Touch rules, we have to play in a social comp where you play for your club so yeah we have to play in a social comp at manly which is really fun we um it's a a massive tournament um probably less so for the seniors but the junior tournament is huge now like thousands of thousands of people play it um but we have to play yeah social comp in order to qualify
0: Okay. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And then Manly, uh, your Manly ring of touch, they, they're guns, aren't they? Like you play with some pretty pretty impressive yeah. people as well, don't you? Who are some of the other, I guess, the touch footballers that you've sort of had the, the uh, opportunity to play with across that journey and grown up playing with?
1: Yeah, I'm so lucky. Like I always think I'm so lucky to have been brought up playing for Manly. Um like I started playing, and there were people like the Petey Sisters, Laura and Sarah, um, Danny Davis, Hannah Dival, the Clifford Sisters, Shelley, Zara Nicholas. Like the the names just go on and on and on and on. Um, so yeah, I feel really lucky.
0: Yeah. And what I what I love about the New South Wales touch setup as well is that it seems really clear cut. Like so once you once you're sort of playing for. For Manly, then you play in the Vorden Cup, obviously, for that same side as well, don't you? And that's like a Friday night competition for you guys?
1: Yeah, Friday and um, some Sundays as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then that same side, I assume, is close to, under the same banner at least, also goes and plays New South Wales State Cup. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, correct. Because I think the timing, it usually, yeah, Vorden's usually August to November. And then so there's about a month turnaround before state cup. So it's pretty much the same team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. And have you been able to play just with like, a loose track with like, with, it seems like COVID's probably been around for so many years now. What's your, what's your like last Vorden cup, New South Wales state cup appearance and, and results and how's this manly still going really well? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah no, I'm I actually was thinking about, it. I'm trying to remember. We didn't play, la- we didn't play Vorden cup last year and then state cup got, cancelled actually because of the rain last year. So I think
0: Oh, that's right. It was. What year, 20, year
1: yeah. are we even in? This is I think the last one was <laughs> Yeah, thanks for clarifying. Nah, I feel a bit all over the place. Yeah. But...
0: <laughs> that's just what I'm here for.
1: Um, <laughs> um yes I think twenty twenty was our last one which we won, which was
0: great. Okay. And Earth. we
1: also won the Borden Cup that year as well.
0: Oh, so the double.
1: Yeah. So we yeah, one of my biggest achievements as well was I think it was from twenty Someone's going to correct me because I'm probably wrong, but 2015 or 2016, we went on a bit of a rampage, and we did like we won four in a row. We did the Vorden Cup, State Cup, Vorden Cup, State Cup, yeah, four okay. times.
0: Do you, do you see that <laughs> often? Like because they're so close together, do you often see that the team that wins the Vorden Cup also goes on to win State Cup?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, probably in more recent times, I'd say um, you do see that. Like back in the day. Canterbury were so dominant they used to do that um then there was like yeah I think there was a few years where it changed up but I think because it is so close it is yeah you do see that a lot
0: thank you and then just to to jump ahead a little bit I guess because you've, you've referenced the fact that you have been at training recently what what are you at who's that with what are you actually training for at the moment
1: um, so I was training for well I am now, now that it's been postponed, um NTL's is back.
0: That's right. Which yeah. is great.
1: I'm really excited. Um so I'm playing women's again this year because I've had a few stints in the mixed um, and have come back to women's this year for the Scorpions.
0: Okay.
1: Um so we were we're training for that at the moment. Um, and we were also training for the New South Wales State Cup that got postponed, which then had to be cancelled because of the weather. Um, and all the floods so we which it's to be honest it's a pretty similar team between our manly and our scorpions team so right. with a with some extras as well which is yeah so it's super fun it's nice to be back doing something yeah. it feels like it's been ages
0: exactly and you still have competitions that you can play in at the moment at manly like the, that you're actually getting games in during the week as well
1: um i I haven't been um, actually oh, sorry I stitched up there. <laughs> I know. Sorry. No, I um. There is one going, but I usually play this winter comp. So okay. I've been yeah. I honestly feel like I haven't. I like I forget how to play touch. Yeah. Well,
0: you better remember. It's been rescheduled to the fourth to the seventh of May. So you have to remember by then.
1: I know. I need to turn that around quick. Smart. That's
0: right. Also, I've, I've one other point that I just remembered too. Uh, it's funny how people say like social touch we always refer to it as social touch I don't think I've ever played in a game of touch football that's social like I'm still playing on a tuesday night here in brisbane and in theory it's like not a great standard like it should actually be social uh but it's like some of the most intense games I've ever seen in my life
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more. Like you will find the most intense and serious people down at Monday night social, (laughs) social com. And yeah, I know abusing the refs shouldn't do that. Don't encourage
0: it. No, don't do that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I swear it's not me doing it. (laughs) Um, but
0: oh yeah, yeah, it's very intense. I agree. I don't think I've ever played a social game. <laughs> in no, no, not at all. That's right. Um, Steph, give me. I oh, too late. Missed him. I've just had a <laughs> just had an Australia Post van run past, knock on the door. I obviously couldn't stop, and he's taken my parcel away. I've just had to watch it go away from me. No. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's, that's devastating. So if I look when you're watching this back, if I look distracted for that period of time, it's because a guy was knocking on my door. I promise, it's a good excuse.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's then move across to your rep touch football, which you've already referenced a little bit. But um, can you remember then what your first taste of, of rep touch was, I guess? So, outside of probably more talking about state of origin, like Australian, were you in an Australian youth squad as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I played uh, 2015 in the s- 17th. I, it's weird because they changed it for a period in there. It was – 16s and 18s, and then they changed it to 17s and 19s.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, or 20s or something. Um, yes, yeah, so I played two youth trans Tasmans for the 17s and the 19s.
0: Okay. And where did you go to play them?
1: Uh, the first one was in Cronulla, oh. Um at Shark Park.
0: Oh, and lovely.
1: the second one was in New Zealand, in Auckland.
0: Okay. Yeah, excellent. So that's that was sort of your first taste of, of obviously rep touch football. And then did you get the did you make the transition straight away from youth to open? So in terms of like obviously going on and playing mixed then or how long has that sort of taken you?
1: Um yeah, I sort of uh, was like an invitational to a few camps um when I was still doing some of the junior stuff. And then I think I actually was like an official squad member uh, twenty like back end of twenty eighteen, leading into the World Cup. Um, so yeah, I was uh, yeah I was sort of around, um, but then was officially in the program in the Opens. Yeah,
0: yeah okay perfect. And then that was your that was the World Cup that you played in. Have you played in one other than Malaysia two thousand
1: nineteen? No, so that okay. was my Opens debut. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's cool. And you guys went on to win that, obviously. So give us some of your your, your experiences. That was the Malaysia one where everyone else I think I've spoken to like Kimmy Susie to Corey and they all just talk about the heat that you played in how was that for you
1: seriously it was like nothing you you can you can't even train for it like we I know we did a few hot yoga Pilates sessions but it's just I think it was like 50 degrees one day and we were playing quarters because it was you just couldn't like go for that long and we'd come off and we've got Sharpie like Throwing a nice bag at you, like holding one on your back, one on the front, um, and just like everything's wet, like you're just dripping. The ball slippery, like oh yeah, nothing. It was nothing like I've ever played in before.
0: That's an intriguing touch. And then you, you obviously, who did you play in the grand final of that
1: tournament? We played New
0: Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. Do you remember the result?
1: Uh, yeah, we we won by one, but I remember at the end of the game, I um. I didn't actually like react initially when the when the siren went. Everyone like ran over to the huddle, and it took me like a quick second. I thought we would, I thought we were even. So I was like, "Oh my god, we're going into drop off here." Um, And then all of a sudden, everyone's running over and like jumping on camo, and I was like, "Oh, we won!" Like (laughs) far out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Not designated scorekeeper for any of your games then.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Don't get me on that.
0: That's very good. <laughs> Thank you. And then, have you, when you've played, so how many State of Origin series have you played in now? Uh,
1: I did a, I did a couple of twenties, yeah. Um, and I've done two opens. Okay,
0: and then have you been played? So you play open women's for New South Wales, isn't no? that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played uh, the one in Redcliffe and the one just gone.
0: Yeah. Coughs. yeah, in Coffs as well. And then, what do you find is the different? I guess because you've played like mixed at like a World Cup level for Australia, and then you go back and play women's in, in state of origin. Do you have? Do you enjoy both? Obviously, you do. You've played both parts of that. But um, do you find that there are subtle differences or big differences that you that you enjoy and embrace between the games?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I um I love both um, for different reasons. Um, obviously like I love being around the girls and, um, playing at the highest level for women's is the goal. Um, but at the same time, mixed just has like a different feel about it. Like uh, it's sort of hard to explain unless you've played it, but everybody that has played it says the same thing, but like, it's, you know, you feel like a real family, like there's a, there's a really good culture in the mix. Um, And obviously as a female player in the mix, it's like quicker. um, The balls are bloody being bulleted at you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So yeah, there are, there are differences, but I love both. And if I had to pick, I, I think it would depend on the day, honestly. Like I don't, I don't, I don't don't love one like way more than the other. Yeah. yeah, I, I would play both if i could
0: that's really cool okay yeah that's great to hear um and then what type of character are you steph in terms of like the intense type of operator wants that wants the white line fever type of person or are you because like here i'm talking to you and you look quite happy and bubbly but i just feel like there could be a very serious side to
1: um no i think if you ask any of my teammates i'm um the self-proclaimed hype girl so yeah nice. what you're seeing now smiley i try and like i'm pretty positive like Lots of bum taps, you know, yeah. <laughs> try, and, try and get the girls and the guys up and about. Um, but, yeah, if someone's annoying me, you know, they'll hear about they'll it. They'll hear about
0: it. <laughs> It's actually good to, it's good to have someone like you in a sub box as well because I feel like touch can go. You can go from being – I mean, because touch football is so much fun, like playing in tournaments like NTLs and things like that. Like when you did downtime in between games, some of the biggest laughs I've ever had in my life. But then I feel like it, everything can disintegrate so quickly if a couple of tries are scored against you. And then just, like, the whole yeah. vibe in the box just turns to people potentially just, like, hating each other.
1: Yeah, so true. We, we're, we're pretty good, like, you know, we never play the blame game or whatever, but, um, no, yeah, I definitely try and keep the box upbeat because, you, you know, when you're on the field and, like, you can hear your box and everyone's up and, it like, it lifts you. So Yeah
0: it feels yeah. it actually feels unreal when it and like you you find i think touch such a momentum game and it's like it's so easy to be up and about when things are going well and then the people that you actually need are the ones that sort of get you out of the out of the doldrums like when you've had a couple put on against you and you're trying to hang in there
1: yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I am um, like, sometimes it's hard. Everyone's like, come on, Steph, like lift the box. And I'm just come off and I'm like on my haunches dying, <laughs> trying to like get a breath in. I'm like, yeah, let's go girls. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is tough. And then do you have a, do you have a teammate that is like always able to make you laugh or like a really entertaining teammate that's, that you look forward to playing with because you know that they'll lighten the mood?
1: Yeah. There's one that, instantly springs to mind. And I think anybody who has ever played with her will say the same thing. Uh, and that is Taylor Clifford.
0: Really? Okay. <laughs> she,
1: yeah. yeah. She is the biggest laugh, like just comes out with like these one-liners that you're just like, where did you even come up with that? And it just, yeah, she, she's the type of person that just shifts the mood like completely. So the type of, probably the type of person that you love to have in your team and, hate to play against (laughs) yeah
0: exactly so probably actually a good nomination to come on the podcast as well actually
1: oh yeah i think you'd have a good (laughs) you could have a good time with her (laughs) all
0: right deal that's we'll lock that one in for next episode
1: (laughs) she'll hate me she'll hate me because she doesn't love public speaking but she will i never understand that the
0: the funniest people always hate public speaking i can never work it out it's like she should love it because it's like everyone needs to get around it
1: yeah, she's, she's not shy whatsoever when you get to know her, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay.
1: first off. Right.
0: <laughs> and then with all your rep touch, Steph, though, all the games that you've played and obviously played on some big stages, do you remember the time that you've been most nervous playing touch?
1: Um good question yeah I actually was Um, I was
0: quite proud of it when I sort of thought of it
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah like to for me I do I do get nervous not to the point where I'm like so nervous that I can't function but I think if you don't get nervous you or not that you don't care but you know like I think nerves can be a good thing um the time that I was most nervous, it probably was the world cup final to be honest because you know you always hear about the rivalry between New Zealand and Australia and you, you just know that like big hits are coming and it's a big game. And yeah, that I, I was pretty nervous in the title and going out for that.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, that's good. Um, and then uh, oh, what else do I have for you? Oh yeah. The other thing that we referenced at the start as well, you have the opportunity actually to play in the NRL touch premiership. I can't remember the years that do you remember what the first year of that was like 2018 maybe?
1: Yeah, I think it was,
0: yeah. yeah. And then so 18 and 19, that was it. go for two years? Yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah, and you played for Parramatta in that. And oh, I mean, that. I looked at that from an outsider's perspective and went like that. It's amazing because we, we love touch football one of the great games, but you generally you sort of – everything is – you're financing yourself essentially to the better that you sort of go, the the more opportunities you've got. But I guess you take a little bit of a hit financially as well. But that was an opportunity that was almost supported by NRL. It was very exciting to watch for for lovers of touch football, I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That was like, – like you say, it is a financial um, hit most of the time. So having – you know, getting to be flown around and having – to pay for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Rockstar treatment. And yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Um, and I just think it was good that, you know, I had so many people say to me, oh, like I didn't realise, you know, it was that good. Like I didn't realise it was like that skillful and that fast. And you, I guess you just don't know if you don't see it. So um, I think that was really good at putting touch out there for people that might not have known about it or like it might not have known how skillful like the athletes are. So, yeah, yeah exactly. it was really cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great – it's actually a good stereotype because I I just sort of go back and like, when we play down at like our local competition down here and stuff like for my club, uh, you can see guys that have come across from rugby league like that just want to sort of do it for, for fitness and, and guys and girls that come yeah. from rugby league and go, oh, geez, like what the heck? This game's actually got like structure to it. It's, it's a lot more than just sort yeah. of trying to run and beat someone one-on-one and then run 50 metres back to where you actually got touched to roll the ball and <laughs> –
1: um i yeah, think it was a great opportunity
0: yeah that's right so I was
1: gonna say, yeah they're the most annoying people to play with the ones that like think they're really good at like rugby league or something and you're like oh my god you're so slow like yeah. come back here and yeah, they never
0: never get the whole like subbing thing either And it's just like nah i gotta yeah. stay on forever. we've only got like 12 interchanges so we'll just stay off for ages
1: <laughs> i know i don't understand that honestly for me I, I i'm a big fan of a get on get off like keep yeah. them fresh you know yeah people that stay on I don't even know how they do it like to be honest it's impressive
0: one one of the worst <laughs> things that ever happens like in my touch now is when you get a call from the sub box saying go direct I'm just like no <laughs> like don't put me on that's, for that <laughs>
1: that's what I mean if you're ever on the field with Shelly Davis or Hannah dieball I'm usually their link and like don't get me wrong love like they are phenomenal to play with but I always I'm always like "Bucks," and then they're like no nah, we're going up the guts oh, like I said before and I was like oh my god
0: Jesus. yeah no I just it's not it's not what you need and you say like I'm the attacking okay. I'm okay with the then having knowing that I've got a defensive set after that that's what really mentally it just wigs me
1: yeah, that's exactly right. I think our goal is to, you know, everyone's goal is to either get a penalty or to score. Because, yeah, you're right. If you don't score and yeah. then they're getting fresh sharps and they're running at you, it's it's not a fun time. No, that's
0: when you're hugely paying the price, actually. That's for sure. Um, and just with that with that uh, NRL Touch Premiership, I think the second year you actually made the grand final, didn't you?
1: Yeah, we did, yeah. We played the Broncos at the SCG, which was which was really cool.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing about it. You just got to play on some places that like almost like hell, hallowed turf that people would love to play yeah. sport on, and you have got to run out there and, and play that. You were on. You came second, didn't you? Yes,
1: yes. sadly That'd we did. I
0: apologise.
1: you for reminding
0: me. <laughs> I apologise <laughs> for bringing that up, but uh, hopefully at some stage in the future you get a chance of redemption there when the world gets back yes. to normal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I
0: hope so. Perfect. That was great. Um, okay, well, Steph, I've got a few things that have been sent in. Now, uh, well, just before that, we have definitely previewed upcoming tournaments for you. We know that NTLs have been rescheduled to the 4th of the 7th of May. You'll be playing for the Scorpions there, so that's exciting. We can keep a look out there on definitely Touch Football Australia's Facebook channels. All those games will be live streamed, or some of them for you at least. Yeah. Um, and then what, yeah. Else do you have? what else do you have coming up? Do you know what else there is to prepare for?
1: Well, to be fair, this year, at, at the start of this year, it was chuck block and then a few things have moved around. But um, this, so there's going to be another state of origin, um, Vauding Cup. Yep. I'm hoping that the Aussies trans-Tasman is going to be rescheduled, but that got postponed from April.
0: Yeah, it did too,
1: um, Yeah a State Cup at the end of the year. So, yeah, there's a bit going on this year.
0: And do we have a date for when the next World Cup will be? Like, it's meant usually every four years, but 2023, or has that been postponed as well?
1: I don't know. I actually don't know if it has been yet. Uh, Yeah, so it's meant to be next year, Mm. um, which I'm hoping does go ahead. Yeah. I'd love like a – like a tournament in America or something like
0: that. I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be very cool, actually. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was reading about it. Just, like, there's the International Touch Football Federation. It's got, like, there's actually, like, an America's Cup that's going on, apparently, which looks pretty elite. You just need to find a way to, like, qualify to play for the US <laughs> for, you know, just one yeah, tournament and then come back to Australia.
1: I know. Well, that's a, that's funny you say that. I always thought, like, if I didn't make the Aussie team, maybe I'll just tie, like try and use my loose italian heritage to go <laughs> kind of play
0: for the italian thing <laughs> that would be excellent just get a couple of world cup holidays in.
1: yeah that's right that'd be great
0: yeah i'm all for that i think that should be encouraged in fact well you see that at, yeah lots of world cups where you're like yeah. oh, i didn't know that they were you know yeah from yeah. ireland or whatever and then just yeah, they just pop up at the, at the world cup it's quite cool to see
1: Yeah, it is cool. It was funny. We actually played Italy at the um, at the World Cup, and uh, I think their coach um, Alex was—he's from um, Australia—and his daughter Brooke played. So yeah, I was like, you know, there's a there's
0: there's an option there. He's (laughs) gonna—he'll probably try and poach you there. Does he just look at the last name and go, okay, yeah? Well, we know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect. And then, Steph, I have a couple of questions from, we put up on the Touch Football Australia Instagram page, just uh, a couple of curious questions for when they knew that you were coming on the podcast. Your favourite touch moment, I don't know if we've explicitly said that is, and that's always very hard to narrow down, but have you got one that springs to mind? Would it be the World Cup, I guess?
1: Um. Yeah, I actually have so many. I've been really lucky to be a part of, um, a lot of winning teams um, and obviously winning is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Best feeling in the world. Um, but yeah. The world cup was just unreal. That was amazing. But another one apart from the world cup, because that's obviously highlight, but I feel like I've talked about that a lot <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, no. was one that springs to mind was um, an elite eight when it was called that oh, um, yeah. 2018, I think it was. So we'd won the year before, um, and in the 2018, we were in the grand final against the same team, against the Broncos. Um, and it, we were down like 4-1 or something at halftime. Um, ended up coming back to, to level it. And then we won in a 3-on-3 drop-off. So that was, I, I won't forget Yasmin Yasi Meeks, who now plays in the NRLW, um, scoring the try in the corner closest to our sub box, and just pretty much everybody was on the field before the referee even like <laughs> blown the try. Probably probably could have got got done for you know yeah. twenty on the field. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's right, incorrect subbing. How what year was that in?
1: Uh, that was twenty eighteen.
0: Okay, and then so were you still Scorps in Elite Eight?
1: Yeah, yeah, we were um, New South Wales Scorpions. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. All right, that, that's an excellent answer. You've done very well there, A+. plus. Um, the best player that you've played with, do you think? Another hard one to nominate.
1: It is hard, especially given the calibre of um, talent in my team. Um, but I said it before, I think she's the best player in the world yeah. right now and probably... I don't, I don't actually, I'm biased, but I don't actually think there'll be a better player than her. Um, But Hannah Dybal, she is just unreal. I've been really lucky. I've known Hannah for a long, long time. We actually played uh, soccer together as well. So she's just an incredible athlete. Like I cannot speak more highly of her. And I think anybody who's ever played with or against her would ever say a bad word about her. She's just, she's a freak. Yeah.
0: All right, like it. The next one was uh, the best team, the most enjoyable team you've played for. That's probably, you've got a few people listening here as well.
1: Yeah, I know. I need to, I need to consider this. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Could be some blow ups here. I,
1: yeah. Ooh. I, um, I love my manly girls. Um, uh, they're all like, we're all so close. Um, so definitely them, but also the, um, 2019, the World Cup team, the mixed team was just yeah. so good. We were like a big family, a big dysfunctional family.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I would assume so, with some of those names you've mentioned.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I just honestly, it was the best time. I have the fondest memories from that tour. Um, yeah, so okay, I'll, say, I'll say the Manly Girls and um, the World Cup. Teams.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're allowed to have multiple. That was, that was <laughs> obviously in the brackets of the question. Uh, yeah. and then final one uh, I feel like this may be yeah, someone, someone that's very interested in, as a favorite, your favourite attacking play when you get to the line what are you backing in to be your most successful option there
1: to be honest I don't think anybody who knows me would ever <laughs> be like oh yeah it's definitely go to attack on the
0: line um, <laughs> yep I know that like, feeling don't
1: worry I know my role know your role play your role exactly
0: know your role <laughs> um, it's very boring for me but that's fine I'm embracing it <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but if I do get out there, I've been really enjoying um, a Cindy or oh, uh, yeah. I think people, the the link sofa. Yeah. yeah. We call it a Cindy or something else I don't want to give away. What we <laughs> yeah, what okay. We no, that's like. fine.
0: That's fine. There's <laughs> but, um, thousands and thousands of listeners to this. So, yes, yeah, good option.
1: Yeah, I know. Whew, it's overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I right. would
0: Oh, well, Stav, um, that but, yeah. is... That's so good. You've been magnificent. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. You're down there working. You still made yourself available. It's fantastic to have you on the Late Switch podcast Uh, and obviously best wishes for all the exciting tournaments that you have that you're preparing for and that are coming up this year in 2022.
1: Thanks Lee. No it was a lot of fun. It was good to talk about. I haven't haven't spoken touch in a while. I miss it. Yeah get
0: back (laughs) into it. You've only got a couple of weeks. You've got to be ready to go no no thank you thanks for having me was great no problem at all thank you well i really hope you enjoyed that chat with steph she was a huge amount of fun and we look forward to seeing her in action in all upcoming events and seems as you are still here there are a couple ways that you can help the late switch podcast Uh, please subscribe and leave a rating and review wherever you are listening and you can also slide into the messages of touch football australia on any of their social media channels if you have an idea for a guest you would like to hear from or a segment you know would work particularly well in the podcast if this is an episode you enjoyed, then do share it with your friends. It would be fantastic to see many, many people in the Touch Football community learning what makes players like Steph uh, tick. A big thank you again to Indomie Noodles. They are proud sponsors of Touch Football Australia. My name is Lee Drennan, and I'll be back soon with another episode of The Late Switch with another fantastic guest. Thank you very much for listening. i am just speak soon.